your hook is one of the most important things that you write ever. And what I mean by that is if you're on Instagram, you get a certain number of characters, about two lines worth before they have to hit the dot, dot, dot to read more. So you have that amount of time to hook people in. When you're creating a video, you have about the first three seconds before people decide if they're going to keep scrolling, keep watching. The hook is what makes or breaks your content. From CEO School, it's Wind Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. This episode is going to double your engagement and reach and make you rewatch at least one classic rom-com movie. Okay, they're not all rom-coms, but like more or less, you know what I mean? Like an 80s, 90s, general era movie, which we all need some good binging content right now. So one of the things that I do a lot in our company is copy. So I write and I write pretty much everything for the entire company. And it's funny because my husband actually sent me, he was going through some old stuff that I have no idea how we have, but I guess there was some worksheet I did in middle school that I said writing was my least favorite subject. And he was laughing so hard at me because I do it all the time. And I think we forget that writing is so important. If you're going to create a video, it starts with a script. If you're going to create a Instagram post, it starts with a caption or an idea. If you're going to create a podcast, it starts with you know your show notes. We never go into these without an idea of what we're going to say first, second, third. So copy is really important. If you are a small business owner, you're probably going to be wearing a, you are, not probably, you are going to wear a lot of hats in the business and you're going to need to write copy, whether it's for Facebook ads or landing pages or products. You're going to have to write stuff at some point or you're going to have to oversee somebody else who does and make sure they're getting it right. So this is something that I think has had a really big impact on our company because business is really not about conversion, it's about connection. So it's not necessarily about an exchange of money. It's about an emotional connection that then incites that exchange of money. So if you can't connect with someone on a human level, they're not very likely to get out their wallet and purchase in service-based businesses. As I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, you know, when I go to Sonic, it doesn't necessarily connect with me on an emotional level. But most of the time in service-based businesses, you need to make a human connection. And most of the brands, in fact, that I buy from have made an emotional connection with me. So let's talk about copy. Let's jump into it. How do you get people to actually engage with your content, download your freebies, join your email list, go to your sales page, read it, and actually engage. So from the Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and want to learn how to do other things good too, I'm just excited. I can't wait to hear you guys catch all these movie references. That was one of my favorites. How to write good attention grabbing copy. So your hook is one of the most important things that you write ever. And what I mean by that is if you're on Instagram, you get a certain number of characters, about two lines worth before they have to hit the dot, dot, dot to read more. So you have that amount of time to hook people in. When you're creating a video, you have about the first three seconds before people decide if they're going to keep scrolling, keep watching. The hook is what makes or breaks your content. And I see this happen a lot. People spend so much time making really phenomenal podcasts, really great blog posts, 
you know, content marketing for their business, but because it's not hooky, nobody stops. So think of this like your window display. You have to get people to stop and say, whoa, I'm interested and actually walk in the door. Otherwise, nothing else is going to happen. So the first thing that you want to do is start with a hook. And I love using a formula for hooks. So there's actually a lot of title formulas. If you're listening to this and you're like, I am not a writer, that's okay. Um, There's a lot of really... You don't, you don't have to re- recreate the wheel here, right? So what I learned in blank years of solving blank problem, that opens a loop in our brain. All of a sudden we're going, hmm, tell me more. How to live the dream in X steps without the stuff that nobody likes. X steps to achieve the vision by a person with credentials and credibility. These are title formulas. They're actually webinar title formulas that we use regularly in our company. And they really create an open loop. So ask yourself, can you start with a question? Can you start mid-sentence and really create this open loop? So people are saying like, hey, I'm actually interested. Tell me more. All right. So once you've created a really strong hook, the next thing that I want you to do and usually this is after you brain dump your thoughts. So brain dump what you want to write, write what you want to write. And then I want you to go back and decide how can I make this hooky to grab people in the beginning and then write a strong title, strong first five to seven words to hook people in. And then I want you to go through and ask yourself, how can I spice this up? Google words that start with the letter S, the letter N and use alliteration to make the same sentence stickier. See what I did there? I told my daughter the other day that I love alliteration so much that I named her Minnie Monson. And it's true. I love alliteration. It's fun. It makes things easier to remember. It makes them stickier. It's easier for us to repeat, remember them back in our brain. So where can you add alliteration? Channel your inner Celine Dion and add some voice. Spell words intentionally wrong. Yes, I know your high school English teacher would hate this, but it can be so powerful for you to make things sound like a human on the other end. And in fact, this is something that I think we do wrong as um, professionals where we want to look professional and, you know, legit and want to be taken seriously. And so we put periods where they belong and we capitalize things where they belong. And to an extent, that's really important. But if you want to draw people in and make them feel like your friend and make them feel like you have an emotional connection, if I sent my best friend a text that started with a capital T, V, and ended with a period, she would immediately call me and be like, hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? Did someone kidnap you, right? And so this is one of the rules that I'll put through all of our copy through. We have a a girlfriend style brand. Your brand voice might be a little bit different, but I put everything through the best friend text. Is this something that I would text to my best friend? Is it something I would feel comfortable saying out loud to my best friend? If it's not, then I'm going to go back. I'm going to make it a little bit more colloquial, a little bit more personal, and really ask how can I make this more interesting for someone to read? And it sounds like it's coming from a human and not a kidnapper who's using punctuation. Okay, the third copy tip I have for you is use syntax and repetition. So shorten your sentences. One of the best things you can do to all of your content marketing is make it simpler. 
We as experts, as professionals, you know, high energy, ambitious people, sometimes we get so in the details and we forget that our human brain is actually only taking in so much information at a time. And the more simple we can speak, the shorter our sentences, the easier to understand, you're going to reach a wider audience. So making things really simple, easy to digest, make it easier for people to follow along. So brevity is your best friend and humor is your second. And now this might not be right for every single person's brand, every single company, but humor is a phenomenal way to connect. If we think about, you know, times that you felt really close with someone, a lot of times it's when there's laughter and, you know, the room is full of jokes. And so if you can lighten the mood a little bit, a lot of times, especially if you're talking about heavy subjects or a big amount of price in high ticket sales, one of the most important things that I do is I help make people laugh because you know what happens when someone laughs? Their shoulders relax. They take a deep breath. They sit back. Their posture physically changes, making them more accepting and open to communication from you. So If you think of people you have a really strong connection with um, on social media, I guarantee a lot of them are making you laugh or businesses. And so give yourself an opportunity to, you know, add humor to your brand if it makes sense. And I think a really good example of this, sometimes we think, oh, but my brand is professional. I can't have humor. And it it might not be right for your brand. But um, there's a hairspray that I use and it has all these funny sayings all over it. And it makes me laugh. And I feel a connection to this brand. So brevity shorten your sentences, use humor if appropriate. So when you're shortening your sentences, typically what I'll do is I have a notes app or a Google doc, wherever I'm writing, whatever it is I'm writing. Once I feel like, okay, I really got this, I will go in viciously (laughs) with a scratch through delete and ask which parts of the sentence just aren't necessary. Am I getting to the point fast enough? Is it skimmable? right? So if somebody, this won't apply if it's turning into copy for video, but if it's an email or a caption, can somebody skim just the main bullet items or the main bolded points and get the point? I want to make sure this is really easy to digest. Okay, class, here is your homework. Um, I want you to practice, set aside at least a 30-minute writing block a day and just brain dump. Um, Create one piece of content. And what's really great about this, once you get in the habit of doing this daily, you have a backlog of content for forever. So when we sit down to create social media posts, podcast episodes, nothing starts from scratch, which is really beautiful because a lot of times with writing, the biggest thing that we run into is writer's block, right? We sit down and we're like, what do I even write about? But if you have this database of just a brain dump of your knowledge, it's really easy to pull out topics, FAQs, and turn it into content. So for example, this podcast episode, several of my Wind Down Wednesdays originally existed as Instagram posts. And I'm doing them in podcast form because it's interesting, it's easy to digest, a lot of people weren't, you know, didn't find it in an Instagram post. I think I originally posted this a year ago. So this is a great opportunity for new people to listen. Same with all of our social media posts now. They're all mini snippets from our podcast episodes. And so when you create in this way and sit down and create these writing blocks, you can then pull from each topic one social media post, one email blast, one podcast episode, and you have your entire content marketing, really your messaging in one place. You're going to write a sales page, you can pull from copy. And so really you're 
just trying to create your core messaging. What are the main topics that you need to educate people on, the knowledge gap? What do you need to educate them on in order to help them make a buying decision? What are the most common FAQs you get? And if you're saying, Shannon, I've already answered all the FAQs, I'm phenomenal, Great. I want you to go back with a second grade reading level and ask yourself, is it really easy to understand these FAQs? Is it really easy to find them? Have I answered every question in multiple formats? Is it answered in video format? Is it answered in text format? Is it answered in social media? You want to give people different opportunities to digest content. And in fact, one of my favorite secret um, hacks is I actually sometimes will have my son, he's a second grader, I'll have him sit with me while I'm creating hooks or creating social posts. And he reads over my shoulder and he's practicing his words. And if he gets it right away, if he laughs, if he says, ooh, then I know that I really nailed it because this is simple enough for a second grader to understand. And so that is a goal when you're writing content. And if you're not a phenomenal copywriter, I want you to give yourself grace here. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if you spend time writing every single day, it's going to make your team's job so much easier really marketing your entire business and message. And even when you hire phenomenal copywriters, It is your brain that the business is built around. If you're a service-based provider, the expertise lives in your brain and you have to get it out in order to turn it into different types of content. So that is copywriting class 101. Start with a hook, uh, start with a formula for your hook. You know, find a proven formula. You can go to Google and type in the topic you want to talk about and see what the top hits for titles are, right? You do not have to create this from scratch. When you're scrolling through TikTok or Instagram and you see a hook that you really like, I can't believe she said this. What? That's a great hook. What did she say? Tell me what happens next, right? Use that for in a situation that makes sense in your business, in your content. So number one, start with a formula. Number two, spice it up. Add some Celine Dion, add some voice to it. Spell words wrong, use punctuation wrong, use a speak emoji, put it through the best friend test and make sure this is something that's really gonna connect with the people reading it. And then finally, use syntax, short sentences, repetition, alliteration to make it more interesting. I hope that was really helpful for you. I can't wait to see what you create from this. And I hope it takes some pressure off of you to create content in your business and to create content in your business that reverse markets your products. And so when you have a system in play, it's going to make it so much easier for you to repurpose, reuse, be in all the places at once while you are actually offline doing what you do best, which I'm just assuming is taking a bath and drinking wine. But if it's not, doing whatever you do best. And I will see you next time on Wine Down Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us at CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes that you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building million dollar businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you absolutely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love the show, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way.